Meanwhile, during what could be the final days of the planet Earth, a new celestial judges Emma Frost. All right. What have you to say for yourself? Are you good or are you bad? Well, kind of both, um, and I kind of wear it. This is an uh, all or nothing. Are you good or are you bad? Of course, I think I can sum it all up in one word. Fashion. Uh, does not compute. You have murdered people. You've murdered inhumans. Can you defend that? Justify yourself. Well, okay. When I did murder people, I did it um, with a smile and a wink. And when, um, listen, darling, I've got two tickets to Fashion Week, okay? Front row. Can I ask you to put down that Jim Gimlet while you are defending your life? Um, not to correct a god, but this is actually vodka. Okay, sorry, my bad. Wait a minute. I'm bad. Am I bad? Oh, oh, this compute, this compute. Wait a minute. All right, final judgment, Emma. You're bad. You suck. Oh, okay. Gene, do you want to go to Fashion Week? Psych. (laughs) I mean, Psych Clops. Do you want to go? Oh, wait a minute. You are pissing off on Jean Grey. She's the worst. I've now switched you to good. (laughs) Thank you. Does anyone have any more vodka? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode... 233 of CBQ Legacy, that's Comic Book Queers. I'm your host, Evil Jeff, and with me, as Mm -hmm. always, is Brett. Hi, darling. It's good to be with you again this week. How would you feel you would be if you were judged? Do you think you would make it? Do you know, um, I think it was Stephen King's The Stand that got me thinking of where would I fall on the whole good or evil spectrum. Yeah. I, I do think um, I would be cast aside as being too weak to even be put in the battle. But also, I think I would always be chosen for the side of good. Yeah, I, I always feel in the end, I've always I've always gone for good. I've always aimed to be nice to people. And unless you've completely and utterly done me wrong. I know this is ironic since my name is Evil Jeff. But that's just my the armor that I put on to defend myself against wrongdoers. Everyone knows it's an ironic name, Evil Jeff. Yes. Everyone. Yes. We sense the good. Yeah, I um I just think I like to think that I'm evil, but I don't I don't think I could really pull it off. Like I would be I would be a character that was in Slytherin. Me too. Was chosen for the side of good. But as soon as they're like, all right, but the pure bloods need to be murdered, I'd be like Oh, uh, okay. Well, wait a minute. We're not. We're not going to do that. Yeah, no, no. We're not going to do us. that. Yeah. Maybe them, those four, but not all of them. I'm not a monster. I'm not evil. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Are you I think evil most a queen? Be chosen. Have you? But we've been watching because my boyfriend is Filipino. We've been watching Filipino Drag Race. How is that? Um. Basically, there's two things you need to know how to do um, when you become a Filipino drag queen. That is, you need to know how to dance, and you need to know how to be a fucking cunt to everybody. (laughs) They're the only foreign franchise with an untucked, because literally, they're all screaming at each other behind the scenes. It is the most fighting I've ever seen in a show since, like, season four. Wow. So it's pretty fun. I'd say watch it because it's it's pretty dramatic. It's very, very dramatic. Okay. We love that. We love a drama. Is there any hot topics you want to talk about? There's one. Hit that music. What are you going to hit? What? Hot topics. Hot topics. I spend too much time on Twitter, and I have to just say my hot topic of the week 
is I cannot believe how many times I have seen a picture of or seen the words Reed Richards. People are going crazy over who's going to play the entire Fantastic Four. But it feels like particularly Reed Richards. And is this is this proof that we're in a good timeline or the worst timeline? <laughs> I've never seen such a fever pitch of comic book movie casting as I have with Reed Richards. Not Batman, not Superman, not Spider-Man. Reed Richards. To people, is there like a certain, is it narrowed down to a certain group of people? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Penn Badgley. Right. The guy from Bridgerton. Which one? Renee Pay. Um, I don't know his full name. So I never watched Bridgerton. The star of the, the sexy first one season. from season one. Okay. Um, Krasinski, of course. Okay. Um, I've heard. Well, there's a lot of um, um, William Jackson Harper. Who's that? Cheedy. Oh, Cheedy. Oh. You know that's who I want. Oh, I think I like that the best. Right. Right. What if we just like, what do you think would be the, if you could just cast the worst person, who would be the worst person? The worst person for Reed Richards? Yeah. John Krasinski. Hey, John Krasinski would <laughs> be great. No, he was great. I'm just kidding. Um, I would say the like wrong answer only Reed Richards would be like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I think he's actually a front runner for Wolverine. <laughs> oh shit! Who, who, who we're gonna bring up later? By the way. Okay. Okay. Wait for it. Wait for it in the room where it happens. Um. So yeah, I don't know who who would be your who would be your ideal Reed Richards, Evil Jeff. I think I love the idea of Cheedy. Because I've seen him as a smart person that's a little full of himself. Um, there does need to be more bravado arrogance, um, which I'm sure he can pull off. I'm trying to think of like who else is out there that's like a total douche nozzle. Yeah. Like who's a douche nozzle in real life that probably would be good? They did cast that one, the last Reed Richards, in real life is supposedly a douche nozzle. Oh, Ian uh, Griff, Griffold? Griffon? Griffon? Griffold? Yeah, yeah, the one Eowyn? in that drummer, that drummer movie. Oh, okay. I don't know. Drummer movie? What? Sound of Metal? Is he in that? No, the one that the, the State the Farm movie? The State Farm guy won Best Supporting Actor. Oh, J.K. Simmons? Oh, yeah. Whiplash? Whiplash. The, the star of Whiplash was Reed Richards. And he's supposed to be oh. a douche. Oh, God. Um, who like the else? rocks? <laughs> the rock would be a horrible Reed Richards. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Um, who knows? Who would be a horrible Sue Storm? Um, a horrible Sue Storm, I think, would be like probably like, <laughs> um. I think like an Amy Schumer would be a bad <laughs> Sue Storm. <laughs> All right, that's it. I love it. Danny DeVito and Amy Schumer as Reed Richards. Danny and DeVito Sue and Storm. Amy Schumer are CBQ's official fan casting picks for <laughs> Reed and Sue. So the other thing is Ben Grimm. We're getting we're getting hints of Jason Siegel. And there's whispers of Seth Rogen. What about uh, Queen Latifah? <laughs> Dana Owens? Leslie Jones. Make it Stop. a woman. Why can't a larger sized woman be the thing? Is that bad? Because the thing is a boy. No, I mean, Says I who? Know. Says who? Because then she'd be, I'm all then she'd for be Miss Thang. T H A N G. There already was a Miss Thang. I know. See, so what are you talking about? You're right. See, you win. You're right. Okay. Thanks, everyone. That was episode 233. Jeff wins. <laughs> um, and then there's, I keep seeing the same guy for Johnny Storm. I can't remember who he is. Fine as hell. 
but I still hold that it should be KJ Appa. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind that. Anyway, Fantastic Four. I think we're going to find out. What is up with him taking these pictures with uh, that gay guy? With Eric Dane. Yeah, from Euphoria. There's also rumors that everyone in Euphoria quit. Because of Sydney Sweeney's parents? Did you see it? No. Did you hear about that? No, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. So Sydney Sweeney posts photos from her mother's 60th birthday party on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, why are your family wearing MAGA hats in the background? And why is your father wearing a Blue Lives Matter shirt? And why are you dressed like you're auditioning for Oklahoma? It's really, there's like a cyberbullying campaign where every comment under her Instagram I do find it strange. I do find it horrifying that it is like, you know what? Some people, it's very hard to just completely stop speaking to your family because they are right wing. In some cases, it's, it's, that's, I think it's a very cruel thing to be like, you need to never speak to your family again because they voted Republican. That's a very right. crazy take. It's a very crazy take. Although I'm very close to doing it on for me. Yeah, um, but that's your choice. But that's my choice. And you were yeah. bullied into it by the internet. Exactly. Um, also, the uh, the person, the trans girl, Jules, just mm-hmm. uh, retweeted a trans medicalist a tweet saying that non-binary people are the reason that trans people are being beaten up and all these laws are passed. And the that fuck? true binary trans people that are actually transitioning to the opposite gender were the real trans people. And it's like, I hate to break it to Let's you. Let's keep, yeah. I hate to break oh, it to God. you. The people on the right, they hate all of all you. All y'all. All of you. So maybe yell at them and not poor non-binary people. You're all having a queer experience. Like, no, no, none of us are more valid than the others. None of us are more real than the others. Stop. Everybody is going crazy on euphoria. Have you seen that new discourse on uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya? No. On TikTok, people are trying to say that Tom Holland and Zendaya, since they don't fit typical masculine feminine roles in a relationship, are a, oh, queer, he's a little shorter. are a queer relationship. Oh, fuck off. Just It's because he's so shorter gay, than So her. gay That's people are like, yeah, is. no, no. It's a straight man and a straight woman. Like, uh, stop it. Like, what? there is a sect of people that if anything is remotely out of the ordinary, like, it just does not compute. And they have to explain it. My husband paints his nails, and some lady went up to him today and was like, does your daughter paint your nails for you? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, no, she just sucks my dick. Like, I'm sick of oh, those people. Oh, whatever hetero fucking normative shit you oh, want to swallow. One last crazy thing of, like, the most online thing the new thing that's going around on TikTok, Drew Barrymore. Um, oh re- God, I know. Recently took uh, a video of <laughs> herself rain. running out in the rain, and this woman was like, "Can't black people have anything?" And everyone was like, "Wait, I don't understand." And apparently, <laughs> there was just like this other little meme of black men running around, and so oh, because was. she was running around in the rain, this yeah. woman was assuming it's, like you're co-opting black culture. Yeah, it's meme appropriation. And it was, but the most confusion of people would be like, "Wait, is running around in the rain racist?" Like all of these white people were just like, "Wait, what's I don't know." Like everyone. Was they like, didn't know that Drew Barrymore saw this video and stole it and co-opted <laughs> it for herself, which you know she did. She's a celebrity. They're all garbage. They all pull horrible shit just to be <laughs> the main character. Wait, do you really think Drew Barrymore ran out of yes. the rain to trash black people? No, I think oh. she saw the black men doing it in their videos and was like, I'm going to do that too. Because I think it's, I think it's beautiful and wonderful. And yes, I agree with their spirit. Okay, but what's wrong with that? I don't know. Anyway. I'm not saying anything's right or wrong with it. I'm just saying she totally copied because she never would have thought of that herself. She never would have thought of running out in the rain. (laughs) No. Girl, she cried when she had a window installed. She, like, cried. Girl, her agent does her thinking for her. (laughs) Anyway, it's everything is insane right now. So the only thing we can do is just talk about comics, I guess. Specifically X-Men books. Hit that music. I want your X. Go, 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 go. Come on. 
So we got Marauders five, <sighs> and we have a- <laughs> and we have Axe Judgment Day number three, starring Gene Motherfucking Gray. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, Marauders? Let's get Marauders out of the way. Yeah. They go Could back you get Marauders in time. like out of my way. They like, go back in time. They're with the Alkalites. They're battling Nemesis, but they're oh, like, but just, we can't. Just we through. can't really do anything, so we don't want to change the time stream. I'm like two fucking late bitches. This is so Would, stupid. Like, they yeah. basically just steal the DNA of these ancient mutants, and then Cassandra Nova becomes okay. Brett. What is the thing oh, I, I hate you. the most? What do I <laughs> hate the stuff. most? Symbiote stuff. Symbiote stuff. Cassandra Nova becomes a symbiote and then erases everyone's memories and they go back to the... <sighs> Cassandra like Nova symbiote? Happened. I would rather I slide I down a banister with razor blades. If I was like, Evil Jeff, what is the worst comic book concept you can think of? You would absolutely say Cassandra Nova symbiote. Doing time travel. Doing time travel. To find older mutants from two billion years ago. To begin with. It's the worst. I hate I it. I mean, it's truly beyond. It's truly something. And then the icing on the cake is we're going to pull out a character from X Men 2099, which at the end, which I have no emotional connection to, unfortunately. Yes, we see it's Cerebra. And I was like, oh, when was the, was when, what happened to her last? So I looked it up. They were actually in because uh, Spider Man 2099 is actually go, was going on recently. So they were in Spider Man 2099. Oh, really? But that was set in 2099, right? Yes. And she died. And then Cable came and grabbed her before she fully died. Oh, in that comic, so oh, that okay. so, so he came back and dropped her off. However, the thing I read is they kind of established that because it's an alternate future, it's not six one six. And in this latest Spider Man twenty ninety nine, they're trying to now say again it's six one six. So it's all fucking confusing. Everybody wants to be 616. Everybody. And Cerebra, what is her powers? She basically can like read the biometrics know. of mutants. Is I she don't kind of like a Cal- I think she's like Caliban, that she can kind of like see mutants' powers or something. First of all, nobody's like Caliban. Second of all, I have no care for the 2099 I, characters. Does I hated that make it. Bad? No, I hate it. I thought it was boring. He started, well, Steve Orlando started with the villain from X Men 2099, Brimstone Love, in that like one shot. That's when he right. The team. That's right. I forgot about that, where he was like crucifying Dakin, right? Mm hmm. Who are we calling him Fang now? Is he Fang? I don't fang, know, but I fang. always I hate that outfit. I've always hated that outfit, and they that even brought up like your father wore it one time. I'm like, one time the Watcher blew his clothes off, and uh, but for a while, uh, X23 was wearing it too. She sure was, and also I don't know. It feels kind of racist to me. How so? I don't know. It just has a very like tribal feeling to it but it's just yeah. like white people wearing it i guess he's half asian but still i don't know okay although yeah. i guess fang is from the shiar i i don't know i don't know maybe let's not keep costumes from chris chris claremont's 1970s <laughs> time true and let Dakin or- be naked jesus christ right i mean you just rearrange the letters in his name it spells naked Thank How hard you. is that? Thank you. So I just anyway, realized that just now. It's stupid. I don't like it. And I guess it's going to now start going into um, Axe Body Spray. Oh, okay. Axe Judgment. What is it called? Axe Body Spray. Oh, Axe Judgment Spray. Axe Judgment Spray. So probably Marauders is going to lead into that timeline. So I guess let's talk about Axe Judgment Spray. Axe Body spray. Yeah, judgment spray. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so it's basically the consequence of raising this god, which they they were like, okay, the only way to make the eternal stop is to have a god that's like eternal stop. So we're gonna build a god to be like eternal stop, and they do. And this god is like, 
trifling. This God is like, no, everybody stop. <laughs> like everybody stop because some of you are bad and some of you are good and we need to put them on the scales and weigh whether or not this place is ultimately bad or good. Like bad, if you're owning 51% of the company, that's it's bullshit. Bye -bye. It's bullshit. That's like taking a class and being like, sorry, 51% of everybody failed. So you all fail. I know. Typical. And, and he's like, and just so you know what kind of substitute teacher I am, Captain America, fail. Welcome to my class, everybody. And everyone's like, uh-oh. But that was bullshit because he mostly, it was like you failed because you were trying to do this and you didn't do it. He said you failed because you failed. But then it was like, well, then fuck. Then if someone is poor, do they automatically fail because they didn't get out of being poor? Like, I find this all bullshit. No, this, this celestial is pure alt-right. So, yeah, he's going to fail Great. all the poor and the gays. Uh, then why did like, Emma Frost fail? Because uh, she's winning. She, she is so cute. Do you know? Do you like what's what's that little cute little panel where they have the psychic meeting? Um, all the mutants have yeah. the psychic meeting, and Destiny's like telling everyone what to do, and she's also like throwing shade at X Men still. Yeah, um, she's like a base my whole life on the weaknesses of the X Men. Thank you so much. I've been navigating that shit. And then Emma's like, well, I also have a little secret. Um, and she brought out the deviants. Yeah. The one thing I found so the interesting deviants come to the X-Men's aid is that destiny came and held that meeting because she had a premonition from sinister. And I'm curious of how destiny is not psychic. Right. So it was interesting. How did he call out to her? Did he basically like, well, he is a little psychic. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am interested. I like the Deviants are now on their side. And did you notice that Crow, the leader of the Deviants, passed? Is the only one who got a passing grade from yeah. the Celestial God. So it's interesting. The Celestial is not now saying destroy all the Deviants. So that's very interesting. This yeah. celestial is not all deviants are bad. So that kind of throws everything up into question. Ooh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Now, like the the protocol is protect celestials, not because you know, like all the he Who, sends that command. Okay, let's name some X Men. Name some X Men that you think will pass. Um, um, uh, fucking Jean. No, I don't think she will. I think she I has think too much of the, I think she has, cause she has the conscience of the killing a billion people on her. Oh, okay. Certainly not Logan. I don't even think Nightcrawler, not Nightcrawler. Kurt would. Peter would. I don't think Nightcrawler would because he oh, failed. Girl, you're pessimistic. I think Megan Megan would. Dupe probably would. Yeah. I say that because I'm looking at Dupe for some reason on this <laughs> splash page. Also, um, I'm looking at this page. Icarus, like, I-beams some mutant in half, and I'm dying to know, like, who died that way. That was, because at first I thought it was Exodus, but then you saw Exodus in a later panel. Yeah. But it did look like it was Exodus. It is it it's, It looks like a woman. I'm going to go with Firestar. But it thought it looked like they had a cape, didn't they? Or was it just the hair? I think that was the hair. Yeah. Anyway, my headcanon is Firestar. Fuck you, she Firestar. She needs to shut up about the Avengers <laughs> Let's shit. rip her in half. So anyway, they're like, okay, let's, let's take down this god. Like, you know, we know how to fly into the Celestial and, and kill it. But if we kill it, it might blow up. Like, it might blow up. And Destiny's like, I don't see it blowing up. And so they go in to kill the Celestial, and it blows up and kills, like, everybody. But it doesn't And then up. Celestial was like, JK, that was me being psychic, Gene. Giving everybody the vision of it on. happening. Yeah. And he's like, so no, no, don't try it. And they're like, fuck, what do we do? And Captain America's like... 
we be good. This reminds me of <laughs> uh, what's her name? Cashin, this uh, comedian. Her last name's Cashin. Why can't I think of her first name? But she's hilarious. And she basically had this thing of like, why is it that like right-wing Christians are trying to be as terrible as possible to bring about the rapture <laughs> when the rapture is God coming to judge you whether you're good or bad? Yeah. It's like That's the point. Even if I, I it's to- like if you believe in the rapture, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Why are you being the worst possible person? That's the thing I was going to say earlier is all the people who would be judged evil or all the people who run around purporting to be good. Yeah. Like, you know who I think North star would pass because he's a hundred would pass. He's a hundred percent honest. All the, all, the all the queers would pass except for Emma. <laughs> She's an ally. Um, what else happens? Oh, and then the reveal at the end who they bring out to like spread a little love in the world. Uh, Star Fox, Harry Styles. So for, yeah, so for everyone to like be good, I guess they're just going to plop Star Fox, Star Fox down there and just be like, okay, everyone, Star Fox. Because does he influence people? Is he like an empath? Yeah. 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 I'm interested in, uh, I know he is being brought back because I think they want to do big things with him because Harry Styles Harry. is hot, hot, hot right now. Although he, he's so hot right now. But, but he's in trouble. But. He needs to break up with Olivia Wilde because she is in trouble. Because guess Um, what? You know how it's Olivia Wilde versus Florence Pugh right now. After Don't Worry Darling? You know all the the Shia LaBeouf, Florence Pugh. Fuck. Okay. Olivia Wilde is directing Florence Pugh's next movie, right? What? No. I thought Olivia Wilde directed Don't Worry Darling. Am I completely wrong? No, no, no. Yes, yes. But... She didn't direct it. Once she started fucking Harry Styles, she stopped showing up to set and going off, and Florence Pugh took over. And it's a big hush hush. This is all conjecture. It's a big hush hush thing. Florence Pugh hates Olivia Wilde, hates Harry Styles, felt that the relationship was so unprofessional. Not only that, she, Harry Styles was first being played by Shia LaBeouf. And Florence Pugh said, I am not comfortable with Shia LaBeouf because he is a toxic yeah, me-tour. And yes. Olivia Stiles, and he got fired. That or so we thought. Oh, Olivia stop. Wilde just did an interview saying, yes, he just, you know. Oh, he quit. He quit. He, he, we fired him because we didn't want a toxic thing. Um, Mr. Shia LaBeouf shared a video of Olivia Stiles Say, begging for him to not quit and that Florence Pugh Olivia will Wilde. just... Yes, Olivia Wilde, to, to begging him not to quit and that Florence Pugh will just have to deal with it and get her shit <gasps> together. Oh, girl. Can I tell you something? Harry Styles is garbage. First of all, I don't believe the whole my sexuality thing for a hot second. Like, oh, he is a total baiter. That got famous it's queer by, getting, by dressing up like a It's queer, queer baiting. That's that's what. But I will tell you this: people who are turned on by Harry Styles' queerness are straight people. No, that's not true. I would fuck Harry Styles in a hot second. <laughs> Harry Styles I do not has think really he's that attractive. I did not either until he cut his hair short and he came out with a, his last two albums are really good, and he's I know, a really sexy singer. I he's know. Really and sexy. also, however, I did see and he a was clip really from good Dory. on Saturday Night Live. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did he play? No. He played gay Timothy in Chalamet it. played. He plays gay in everything. There's one where he played a guy that was like doing like, oh, fuck, what was it? It was like the Toaster Strudel's Instagram account, but he kept on thirst trapping on guys. But it was like mm. under the, like, the Toaster Strudel account or whatever. <laughs> Being like, I want you to come inside me. Um <laughs> Anyway, he is hot. I'm sure. And that's the thing. Booksmart was an amazing movie. I'm sure this Don't Tell Your Darlings is probably going to be really fun. But Olivia Wilde is wild. She needs to. And Jason Sudeikis apparently is an asshole. They need to get back together. Yeah. Anyway. 
Poor Florence Pugh, just trying to be professional during this whole In the thing. end, yes, yeah, save Florence Pugh. I will fight to the save death Florence for Pugh. Florence Pugh. Pew, pew, pew. I feel like this movie is going to get dragged yeah. and Florence Pugh is going to get dragged with it. And then she was like, and she's going to look back and be like, why did I fight so hard? I should have just quit this piece of shit. Yeah. She'll be fine. But you know what? She will be fine. She'll be fine. Cause she's Florence a talent fucking talent and a good soul. She is. She will be winning an Oscar. She will. She's win already Oscar. won the Oscar of my heart. <laughs> um, I think that covers all the X books. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one more comic I would love oh, wait, to there, talk about. Wait, there though. is one other X book I just want oh, to Oh, Unlimited. X Men Unlimited. Did you know there's like 50 issues of an X Men comic that yeah, we just aren't reading? That we just ignore. We read the Baby. first four issues. Remember that was when Wolverine, the yeah. Orcus, kidnapped. It like kidnapped four mutants and Wolverine went on a mission to yeah. save them. And he breaks yeah. out and Nightcrawler's the first. And then he breaks yeah. out the next one and it's Husk. There, it, there's different stories. There's that story is continuing on. There's a story with Juggernaut of how he came to the X-Men. But then there's yep. X-Men Green. The Nature Girl shit. That's the real shit. Nature Girl is connected to nature and nature is dying. Global warming is dying. And she basically feels like she is dying. So she takes this other uh, mutant called Curse, who's basically like the evil version of the Scarlet Witch that can just basically like, uh-oh, hope you don't trip. Uh-oh, hope you don't pull your eyes out. Uh, love that and little And basically stinker. they're like, you're just pure evil. And so she's like, I'll come with you. And she basically finds a turtle choked on a bag and the bag is from some convenience store in Las Vegas. So she goes to Las Vegas to the convenience store and she's like, well, what are you going to do about this? And the guy's like, I just work here. And she just straight up slits his throat and murders Fuck. him. So immediately it's like, oh, you have to go into the pit. You're just straight up murdering people. Anyway, uh, she just starts going on a rampage, just destroying oil refineries. Hell yeah. And Wolverine she's like Poison Ivy. is coming after her, but she's kind of has the one up on him. And she's kind of battling against Wolverine and kind of winning. Ooh. And I'm not going to tell you what goes on from there, but it's pretty interesting. And she goes full, like she's like full villain now. Yes. But the sad part is, is she's just like, I'm not, I'm not a villain. I'm just on the side of the earth and the humans are destroying earth and kind of all humans yeah. need to go. I mean, I don't disagree. But it's good. We need to read it. We need to read it. Definitely. I joined Unlimited to read that very book. All right. And here I am not reading it. But let's talk about another comic that's not Marvel. Hit that music. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. You gotta get a comic. What comic did we get today? Oh my God. So we're going to visit an image comic, if you believe it. It's called Sins of the Black Flamingo. There are three of five issues out on shelves right now, written by Andrew Wheeler, art, and I love the art by Travis Moore. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this show is called Comic Book Queers, and this is Kaoi here. I mean, this is the gayest comic book I've ever read. Also, it, one of the most entertaining, which is like outside of the gay stuff, yeah, but the gay stuff really adds to it. It's a gay fever dream. It's incredible. And Travis Moore's pencils are, these guys that he draws, they're so gorgeous. Hot. It's engrossing. Hot. So this is the story of Sebastian Harlow, who is a, yeah, I'll call him a gentleman thief, um, who goes by the Black Flamingo. And all around stealing, Power Bottom. All around Power Bottom. Or he might be verse. Um, I don't know if they've full, No, it looked like he was definitely getting- Definitely reads as No, a he was bottom. getting fucked in the third issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that golem, big old top. Yeah. Anyway, yes, there's golems um, that are super hot by the way. And so basically this is the book of the black flamingo who goes after magical artifacts, getting into some trouble and into some shit going after the wrong artifact. Um, and one artifact leads to another, which leads him to an even bigger kind of discovery revelation, which alters the course of his life. Is that safe to say? Yes. And basically we have 
a love triangle forming between oh, him gosh. and two and a golem and another like mythical being. Yeah, I don't want to give away the mythical yes. being, but we, you know, early in the book, he steals an artifact that turns out to be um, uh, uh, Hebrew lettering. Um, that it's uh, part of the Jewish mysticism of the golems, where you put the the letters into the clay a, a clay statue's mouth. It comes to life. The letters hold a soul, gives the soul to the golem. It comes to life. This golem, however, keeps morphing into a really really hot guy. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, come on. If you could change into anything, you would change into a really hot guy. Yes. And actually, it's the soul of a gay man from two generations prior. Yeah, from like the, from Nazi Germany. From Nazi Germany. Yeah. Um, but we have queer witches. We've got. And um, also, he's. I, I don't want to give away sassy, the other But he's a sassy thief. He literally yes. puts on a rainbow lighted mask so that you can't see his face. That, so it's like gay looking, but it actually has a purpose. It's so that the cameras can't see his face. But it's, it's so great, but it looks so gay, it's but so it's practical. Gay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. There's a lot of just like nip slip shots in this book. Like Sebastian, the black flamingo typically has a nipple popping out somewhere. Yeah. And I, just I will love say the attention to detail. I do. It is a little bit um, circuit boy. -y. I do want some more variations. They're here yes. and there. Let's get some representation. I mean, they're granted. There are, there are men of color that have, the mythical being is a man of color. Um, but I, and the one he, they showed him fucking is like professor who was like a bear daddy. I just yes. want some more. I want some, I just yeah. don't want to see a bunch of Let's white the, yeah. muscled WeHo queens. Right. They're good to have, but not exclusively. Yeah, exactly. Let's mix it up. But all, like just the mystery and the adventure part of it too is engrossing. It's fantastic. It's a tight, taut thriller um, with surprises around every corner. And that was just talking about his asshole. Hey. The book is good too. I mean, there's an incredible scene where he's wearing like a half shirt with his midriff poking out and like tube socks pulled all the way up and like little booty shorts. I mean, he, he gives it. Yeah. He gives it. Do I mean sex? Do I mean mystery adventure? Yes. All I mean of all it. of those things. Yeah. It's great. Highly recommend Image Comics, Sins of the Black Flamingo. Shall we talk about television? Yes, because it will also relate to another comic I read. Oh, yes. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. What's the comic you read? I decided to read the diner issue of Sandman. Oh, my goodness. I had to see how this... 24 hours. We're going to talk about Sandman real quick. If you are not watching Sandman... Episodes 5 and 6 run. in particular... I, but, but all of it, it's all, of it, sure. all amazing. Right. It takes the, and it just, it's the reminding me back of that. Like, I mean, back, it was me when 1991, I was listening to Tori Amos and Nine Inch yeah. Nails, trying to read Sandman, yeah. reading Same. comics, couldn't really get through the Sandman, but all of Mine them were invisible. best. All of them were best friends. It takes me back to this Gothic, depressed world that I'm like, oh, I'm, I missed this. I, it, I mean, we're talking, this. we're talking to like, this is like Depeche mode cure kind of stuff. Susie and the Banshee. Susie and the Banshee shit. It's Tori Amos so shit. Fucking the good shit. Good. And basically it's just the Sandman gets captured and he's trapped for 70 years until he can finally escape. And he's now in the modern world trying to recover his artifacts to get his powers back and meeting up all of the other um, Endless on the way. The Endless are just people like, there's Dream's Dream. There's Seven Concepts. Death. There's Desire. There's Despair. There's Delirium. Is Lucifer mm -hmm. an Endless? I don't think so. Or is so? just an angel? Just an angel? What are the other ones I'm missing? Because all of them haven't shown up yet. I don't know. I, I always, those are the five I can always nail. I know there's seven. But anyway, it's just... And each episode, even though there's an ongoing story, 
each episode has kind of just like this very theme of the day, theme of the episode. It's mm-hmm. very Buffy, of the week. Star Trek, that kind of like, oh, we're going to examine this topic and this theme. X-Files, yeah. I love it. We even have Constantine, it's, I mean, isn't it's incredible. it? That threw me for a loop that... Um, It's Joe. It's Johanna. It's the Lady Constantine. Although I did want to point out, um, I finally I'm catching up with Harley Quinn episode five. John Constantine is in it, which was completely unexpected. Very funny. Um, uh, The other endless are destruction. It's just destiny, death. Oh, and destiny. Oh, and destiny. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, and also the actor playing it is just so gothic and Tom just, Sturridge. he's so cute and he's playing it right. He's not doing the so Christian sexy. Bale, like, hello, what's going He has nuance, but it's still yes. this very deep mm-hmm. and dark and sexy voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh my God, it just turns my blood to butter. It turns me on it's so just, much. It's incredible. Lucius Malfoy in fact, is in it. Yes, yes. Um, Gwendolyn Christie is the aforementioned Lucifer. Yes, uh, Lupin from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, is What's also his name? in it, yeah. and he's in yes. episode five. David Thewlis. Episode five was a David Lynch, David Lynch movie. Episode five could have been an. It is a David Lynch movie. It could have been um, all an, movie. An they could have made a play. whole movie. Yes, uh, it's a play because it all takes place in a diner. All takes place in a diner. It's based off the Sandman story, 24 hours. In the show, it's called 24-7. They tweak some things. Um, they tweak a lot of things. In today's day and age. Yeah. They tweak a lot of things, and it is so much better. It's Correct. so rare. Usually, they're like, no, the comic had it perfect. And you're like, no. Like, they made no, yeah. the couple coming in. They made the woman the owner of the company. Yep, and yep. that changed a whole dynamic. And then they yep. made um, Marsh or whatever. They made him the cook, which made Instead sense. Instead of like a trucker. That yes, there. which made sense. Uh, the other girl was still a lesbian. Yeah, but she was a lot more like likable and they de-aged her, I think. Yes. And it just basically, and also the concept in the book, basically, uh the Sandman, the Morpheus, has the, powerful, the, the magic gem. He has the magic ruby because you know he. Sandman needs his sand. He needs his helm. He needs the ruby. The last thing he needs is the ruby. And um, the people that kidnapped him, the grandson or whatever, he has the ruby. And the ruby, you can kind of wish whatever you want with the ruby. And in the comic. This character is just a psychopath and he's like, I just want to torture yeah. people and I want to kill people and I want to be evil. Ha 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 ha. And it's very just like evil villain. No, in this one, he's like, I want to save the world and I want yes. to make everybody tell the truth. Just be truthful with one so another. So everyone no can lies. only tell the truth. And by doing that and not letting them ever leave, the people stuck in that diner over the course of 24 hours, start going insane. They start fucking, and then they start killing. It's like the most logical steps. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so... It's fantastic. Good and creepy. And I will tell you, when the waitress, who's kind of the center character, bet the waitress, mm-hmm. When she is talking to Marsh and she's like, why don't you want to sleep with me? Oh, And he's my like, because God. I like it when you go to bed and then I can go into your son's room and I can fuck your son. And then he fucks me. I was like, I what? Couldn't I couldn't believe it. My jaw hit the floor. It hit the floor. That I was, this shit is so fucking good. So good. So good. And then, but then you also have like the payoff at the end of, I mean, most of this episode is these people going through this torture and then for the Sandman to show up and, you know, like, you know, it's goth super heroics, essentially, you know, he swoops in, saves the citizens from the villain. And this isn't, but the reason he does, which is another thing that's not in the comic is he's like, you took away their ability to lie. But don't you understand people lying to themselves? 
that is their dr- that's them dreaming. It's them trying to work towards their dreams. That's how they yeah. work towards Get their closer dreams. To their dreams. And when you take away people's dreams, they they have nothing. And they, they just have wither. No hope. They become animals. And yeah. they have no hope, which is in the end, that's how yeah. he won the battle against Lucifer, which I love the whole battle against Lucifer. It's like, oh, that I is am incredible. A wolf, I am a hunter. I am a snake. That was incredible. Oh, I love that shit. I they eat that shit. I they eat like it up. Con- it's like it's like the battle of like the, the football mascots were real. Oh, yeah, it reminded giant. me a lot of Sword in the Stone when the two wizards. <laughs> yes, were battling each yes, other. very yeah. conceptual. Yeah, and they turning into animals, right? And turning into a virus or a bacteria. Oh, it's so good, and also so it good. has. And then you know Brienne of Tart from Game of Thrones. Oh, please, I want her in everything. I want her in more things. She's so Mm -hmm. good. And Mm -hmm. I hate that they're just like, oh, well, she's big. So she needs to be in these things. And it's like, no, have her be the romantic lead in something. I don't care that she's like 6'2". I don't give a fuck. She's brilliant and she's beautiful. Yep. And then the episode after that is the one I was waiting for, where we finally meet Death, who, who, for me, that was always the character in the Sandman comics that I read and felt closest to. With the Chris Pachalo art. I think he drew Death the High Cost of Living. Yeah. Um, our goth queen. And she showed up and is played, I don't know the actress's name, the girl but she from played, the good place. Yes, yes, yes. Chidi, yes, Chidi's other love. Um she's so sweet and she's so kind and she's so empathetic, and it is just this wonderfully fresh take on death, even though I know the character was written 20 some odd years ago, it's just to see it on screen is just lovely. And so a lot of this was, it's two episodes in one almost. Yeah. Because a lot of it is her collecting souls. And then she brings up a memory, a flashback to when she and dream were in what, like the 1300s and heard a guy boasting that he'll never die, making a proclamation that he'll never die, just some dude in a bar. And they're like, should we grant him his wish? And and the reason they do it, it's a wager. It's like my fair lady. Dream is like in a hundred years, he's going to be begging for death. And so they give him immortality and then dream and the guy agree to meet at the bar every 100 years. Dream at first says, you're immortal now. Meet me here in a hundred years so I can see how miserable you are. And the guy's like, I love it. (laughs) 100 years later, I'm so happy. And then 200 years later, he's even, he's rich. But then 300 years later, (laughs) it's like, oh, it's garbage. (laughs) He's ruined. But then, but then he snaps back and he grew from the failure. And so he's kind of good. Well, no, but then he turned a little evil. Oh yeah. He became like a pimp. (laughs) Well, slave owning slave ships. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, but then um, he like moved on from that. But that was he the thing. Turns is, it around. But I love that it was always in '89, and I'm like, wait, in 1989, he would have been trapped. So he was trapped, and he yes. couldn't meet him at that time. And it was right. And it was in in 1889. They got into a fight. Yeah. And the guy says, "The reason you meet me here every hundred years is because I'm your friend." And that's why you keep coming. Like, and he's like, I don't need friends. It's also very interesting seeing what dream was like before he was what dream trapped. Was like, yeah. And then after he's been released, he is kind of a different person. He is. Yeah. Um, I also love the different look that dream was sporting every hundred years. All of them sexy. Ugh. I, but you, I'm telling you, I'm not a huge go back in time thing, but do you know what I do love? watching time move forward very quickly. Like I've told oh, you, yeah. I've always loved those commercials where it starts in the 50s and then suddenly they're in the 60s yeah. and then they're in the 70s. Like the Billy Joe, uh, what's that old? Oh yeah. We didn't start the fire. Like I love that shit. So just watching them just ages very Orlando. Did you ever see Tilda Swinton's Orlando? I did. I love that movie. Long ago. Anyway, just I love them aging through time. And it's just so smart and so brilliant. And I think it's a hit. I think it's going to get renewed, I hope. I mean, you can't. Everything that's streaming is like on the chopping block right now. I know. But there's a lot of story to tell. 
Oh, speaking of how universe. we were talking about being very depressed about Time Warner uh, taking mm-hmm. all of these show, shows permanently down to never be seen again. Mm-hmm. Um, they did that to save three hundred billion. Uh, yeah. As of today, their talk is their stock has tanked so much that they've lost um, five hundred billion in yeah. their stock price. Because stocks are about confidence. That's what stocks are. That's what they measure. Yeah. So it's literally everyone's like in a free fall of like, oh, we kind of, this guy is literally going to burn the the entire company to the ground. We need to get out of here. Because he's literally like um, excising diversity from the whole fucking company. Yeah. He's also excising anything that was good. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway. Anyway, um, someone who's not excising fun out of anything is Miss Jennifer Walters. What? Should we do a one, two, three now that She-Hulk, the courtroom comedy has revealed itself in its true form? Sure. Okay. One, two, three. Love it. Loved it. Love it. I love it. I love it. It also makes me wonder, like, what... What after you said that the origin wasn't there before? Yeah, it was supposed to be last. I really, I'm like, they should have kept it. Because I honestly feel if they set up the vibe of the show. It would have hit better. It would have hit better. Yeah, I agree. But now that we know what this is and the fact that it's like, it's so weird how it's like seeing Tim Roth abomination from Edward Norton's Hulk and it being the same Hulk is so like, <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> and the, the joke, they like just to call it out where Mark Ruffalo refers back to that fight and says, I was, I was a different person back then. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the that's whole thing is, bit. did you, did you remember the twist at the end with abomination? The, um, what? The fact that he was fighting in Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, I totally remembered. I didn't remember that. So then they oh, were yeah. like, oh, apparently he's been escaping prison fighting. And you see yeah. the clips from Shang-Chi. And it's Wong letting him out. I fucking was like, oh, that was just such a beautiful Easter egg. I just, I recalled it because I knew... I knew my my husband, God bless him. I knew he would not know who Tim Roth was in terms of the other movies. So as soon as she walked into the room, I paused it and I was like, villain from the original Hulk, the Ed Norton Hulk. And even even then I saw him be like, the what? (laughs) Um, And made an appearance cage fighting in Shang-Chi. Okay, play. And so I I, like I invoked that visual. I loved it. I will say so right now they haven't found the right balance of her talking into the camera. <clears throat> yeah, I heard that they decided they were doing it too much and they scaled it back. I feel like, but you need to have, it's right now it happened like once and it was like 10 minutes in and then she did it once and it was like, oh, I was like, you need to have it like right away. Yeah, I feel like exactly. You need yeah, to have it happen once like right away and then times. wait 10 minutes and then do it again. And then and then do one around the ending. Yeah, you, you can't know, wait 10 ending. minutes and then be like, oh, we're talking into the screen. Just do it when Fleabag did it. Like Fleabag nailed it. Well, Fleabag, Fleabag did it perfectly. That's, there's, there's two people, no, three people. Three people, and one technically isn't doing the stare into the camera, but is more doing the stare to the other person. Three people have perfected the post-joke stare-down look, and it is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It yes. is uh, uh, Krasinski, John Krasinski. Hey, Krasinski, yes. And it is B. Arthur from The Golden Girls. Yep. And so it's very tricky to do, but if anyone can do it, I think Tatiana Maslany can do it. Absolutely. Have you seen? Did we talk about this last week of um, of uh, Tati of Titania in L.A. spray painting over yeah. the She-Hulk? I follow Titania on Twitter. So brilliant! I watch all of her I content. Love it. I even so knew great. where that was. I was like, "Oh, that's on the Brea." I love it. I love it. 
And I love that it's an L.A. Marvel show also, now that you bring that up. Yeah. Because it does have kind of a different vibe. Like, it's not a New York vibe at all. And I love that they, it, it feels like an L.A. show. Although it is weird seeing Larry from Perfect Strangers play her dad. <gasps> I do understand. I hit the floor. I hit the floor. And also, like, let's not forget, this is this is a show about cousins. <laughs> God damn it. And you cast Mark Lynn Baker. I know. Where's Balky? Where I see you. is Balky? Oh, God. I loved it. I loved it. And how about fucking Lance from the other two, essentially playing Lance from the other two? Yeah. Josh Segarra. Yeah. Playing Pug from the She-Hulk comics. When he came in, I was like, to me, he just adds an element to it because I am such a fan of his. But that from was the, the other thing. Is, is, he, is he supposed to be a lawyer? Because he looked dumb. <laughs> I think he is dumb. I think he's How like a kind a dumb. Is he a paralegal maybe then? I, I mean, Lance was, he was like, like a fashion designer. Bar. I'm like, huh, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, but I love enjoy that character. Him. Yeah. Um, fun. What else was fun? Just all of it. I just love the fact that she has to defend not only a villain, but a villain that was the arch nemesis the villain of, from Hulk. of the Hulk. And we still don't really know, like, is he a bad guy or is he faking it? Tim oh, Norton. Yeah. Well, uh, oh. Not Tim Norton. Uh, Tim uh, Abomination. What's what's that? Tim Roth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that he's with seven women. Is that what I heard? His When, when he was talking about his seven soulmates? Yeah. At first, I, do you know, I really thought he meant the Thunderbolts. <laughs> when he was like my seven soulmates, I was no, like, oh, they're setting up he's Thunderbolts. No, he's just a polygamist. <laughs> yep. Just polygamy. Um, however, though, they are kind of sort of setting up Thunderbolts, I feel like. Like just just with Abomination in government custody yeah. alone. Yeah. It's great. So that's fun. I love it. Yeah, and I also love seeing Hulk from his point of view. He was like, what? He was like, it wasn't me. I was just a contractor. I was forced to. It was your government that did it. I'm innocent. Yeah. I was like, ooh, what a take. And you could see her eyes like spinning like, oh, I can win this. She's like, fuck. Yeah, I know. She's like, he has a good point. It's great. Watch it, everybody. It's She-Hulk. It's She-Hulk. And it's I love that they're also shield. being like, oh, I can't believe that's what they're calling me. Like it's being forced upon her. Oh my God. I loved that so much. And I knew they were setting that up when he was like, I'm smart Hulk. We don't choose our names. Also loved when she was when asked to, she was drinking as She-Hulk and then she was asked to revert back to Jennifer and she was fucking wasted. Yes, that was great too. <laughs> that was good. Oh. Yeah, I think like the comedy hits more often than it doesn't. So, you know, we like it. I am if I am a celestial, I say pass. 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 The good bits outweigh the bad bits. What other shows do we need to talk about? I'm through with all the shows I, I watch. I have some other ones I want to talk about. Oh, girl. Netflix just did the mid-season finale of Alchemy of Souls. It's 20 episodes. It is Korean. It is magic, like magic people doing magic things. It's all soul switching. It's so good. It's like romance and fighting and magic. Oh, it's so good. And it ended basically the couple in episode 19, the couple got together and decided mm -hmm. to get married. And I was like, oh, episode 20 is going to be really bad. Oof. And in episode 20, the main girl character gets possessed and like murders a bunch of people. Like someone possesses oh. her and makes her murder everyone in front of everybody. And so now she's on the run and everybody wants to kill her. And she even stabbed her boyfriend, her, her fiance to death. And then he rose from the dead. And But anyway, so now it's all fucked. And I have to wait until December to watch it. It's oh. so fucking good. It sounds like the magicians, but like really fucked up. It's magicians, but uh, but but like olden days. Magi it's like Game of Thrones meets the magicians mm. in in Korea. 
The other thing I want to talk about real quick is House of Dragon. Brett does not watch oh, Game yeah. of Thrones. House of Dragon has started up. And uh, they're setting it up in a weird kind of, like uh, they're trying to do a woke premise to try and get around that we're going to do lots of sex and rape and violence. Okay. Because basically it's all the House of Targaryen, you know, where Daenerys, her line was originally- The dragon folks? The dragon folks. So this is where they still have dragons and they're ruling, but a king um, dies- and he doesn't have an heir. So it can either go to his daughter or it can go to like his nephew. And of course, this is a time where women are considered garbage and there's never been a female ruler. So they give it to the nephew. Of course. And now that nephew, his wife is pregnant and he already has a daughter who's 15, who is basically the star of the show. And he has another brother that's paid, played by the guy that was in The Crown and in Doctor Who. He was one of mm-hmm. the doctors. Um, and the brother's like, you know, evil and conniving. Matt Walsh. Yes. And the daughter is 15, but she's very Daenerys. Like, she, like, the dragons love her. They do whatever she says. Um, and But the dad is like, fuck you, you're a girl. I can't wait to have a son. I can't wait to have a son. So he's waiting to have a son but clearly something goes wrong. It is not a son. And so now uh, he has to decide who, what do I do with my reign? And he has to choose between if I die, should it go to my evil brother or my good daughter? And he decides for the daughter and the whole oh, world good. freaks it's out. Rare. But the whole world freaks out and is like, no, no, yeah. no, no, you cannot have a daughter. And spoiler alert, in the Uh-oh. episodes of Game of Thrones and in The Land of Ice and Fire, they always talk about, here's my ancestors, here she is, the first queen of blood, and it's that girl. So you know, bitch is going to become queen. Oh, she's going to rise to the top. She's going to become queen. So basically, so- it's a 15-year-old, and each episode is jumping like years ahead. So it's going by kind of fast, and... It's just showing her kind of, it's basically her quest to battle her brother, her her uncle to be queen. Okay. Which is kind of cool because it's like female power. But at the same time, yeah. there's still like whores and rape and nudity and murder. Yeah, and but we're Knives gonna, we're going rape, up asses and penises being cut off. Women's rights. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So my question is this. Game of Thrones ended like... I don't know how I don't, I don't really know where you land Awful, on that, but like terrible, not great, right? Terrible, yeah, especially when it came to Daenerys. Yes, like like especially terrible. there. So, isn't this my friend Jeff who hates prequels? Yes, especially prequels when you know this shit is not going to end good, especially with these dragon people. Yes, but the fact that it's there's one thing where it's a prequel, like Better Call Saul, where it's like five years before. This is hundreds of years before. So none of the other characters are ever going to meet. So it's just like a whole different thing. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. So the fact that it's hundreds of years before, I'm like, uh, I'm still not fully sold on it. But it's, and also it's, George R. Martin is a producer and has a say in the plot. And the two mm-hmm. assholes that ruined it all have been, uh, are of no part of it. Executed. Okay. I th- they prob- they're probably dead. Yes. The way people acted. Um, all right. And, well, I'm not going to watch it. And I just want to propose one more thing that I, if you will one thing. do it for me. I want to have, and it doesn't have to be every week, but I want to add another segment. Okay. And it's called, I forced Brett to watch a BL. (laughs) Oh, good. Because there is a (laughs) new BL that I saw called Love. It's called Love in the Air. (laughs) Okay. It is... Well, there's another one I also want you to see. There's one called Ken Porsche, and it's mafia people. Oh, I do want to watch that one. I, but the other thing, this new one is fucking um, 
bike. It's like What's Fast it and the Furious. It's called Love in the Air. It's Fast and the Furious oh, yeah, the BL. Ooh. This guy who's the lead so is so hot. But yeah, I want to talk Which to Which one has it. the hottest guy? Ken Porsche has the hottest characters. Then that's the one I want to watch. Okay, no, but this other one, this guy is so fucking hot. Like, this guy is like the Thai version of Timothy Chalamet. Oh, you know I love me some Chalamet. I know. But basically, the plot of this one, he's like a badass biker. And Mm -hmm. then there's just this student who's just like Mm -hmm. a fuck up and he doesn't understand cars. And basically this guy, his car breaks down and the biker helps him fix his car. And he's like, hey, I'll take it back to my shop. And he's like, and I'll fix it for free. And he's like, I don't have any money. He's like, okay, I'll fix it for free. And so then he's like, oh, and it's raining. You can just spend the night. And then (gasps) basically he's like, and now we're going to fuck. And the guy's like, what? I'm not gay. And he's like, okay, well, how are you going to pay for it then? But I I don't have money. Okay, well, why don't you just pay by letting me fuck you? It's very questionable. Wow. But the problem is, is it goes into the internal monologue of the guy technically being sexually harassed. As he's getting fucked. No, 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 no. But no, he's not getting fucked because he's saying no. But it's him inside. He's going, he's so hot. I don't think I'm gay. Oh my God, he's kissing me. Why is this hot? And then him pushing off like, no, 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 I'm not gay. And then him running the other room and the inner monologue is like, why is my dick hard? What's happening to me? I have to see this. It's so hot. There's two Where episodes can I see out. It? I'm going to send you the link. Um, and I, I think I'll give you my sign in because Ken Porsche and this okay. other show are in oh, this. Both on that? And I oh want you to watch one of them. And I just I'll want you to Love discuss it. And just to like, okay. I just want to just get like, am I alone? And this does things to <sighs> me. This shit <sighs> does things to me. Oh, shit. Like, I'm just like obsessed Okay. All right. Anyway. Shit. All right. I'm I'm in. I'm all okay. in. Okay. Send me that link. Okay. All right. I think we did it. I think we did. Exciting. We did. We did. And a new beginning emerges. Thank you everyone for listening to episode 233 of Comic Book Queers colon Legacy. I am your host, Brett. With me as always is Evil Jeff. Hi. Hi and bye. Um, and remember, um, if you're bi, um, it's probably because you read a comic book. Um, in fact, if you're queer, it's probably because of that. Because if you read comics, hate to break it to you, that makes you queer. LGBTQIA. Bye. 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 Bye.